Welcome back to Local News Live. We continue to cover the aftermath of some deadly tornadoes that swept through several regions last week and this week. Specifically, let's talk about the tornado that touched down in Bryan County, Georgia last Tuesday on April 5th. We do know that one person was killed and several more, specifically 12 people were injured from that tornado. We are getting some new news from the National Weather Service about that storm. So I wanted to loop in our chief meteorologist, Clay Osterley here. Let's pop him up so he can tell us uh, that news from the National Weather Service. Clay, what are yeah, you finding out? And Victoria, basically uh, it was an EF3 tornado initially and the National Weather Service upon further review finds that the tornado there in Bryan County was an EF4 tornado. And they listed a couple of uh, reasons as to why. Uh, and of course, the EF ratings are all based off of damage, and then they give an estimated wind speed that correlates with that. And they estimate now that those peak winds were around 185 miles per hour. And they're specifically quoting an area uh, around the uh, Hendricks Park, Park Place subdivision, and the Black Creek Golf Course, uh, where they say that's where the tornado was at its strongest intensity. Uh, they say that almost all of the homes were extensively damaged or destroyed in the area, including structures and trees. Some of those homes and structures were completely destroyed. There were several, several injuries, some serious, that occurred in that area as well. And so for, for those reasons, especially when you start to see homes being completely destroyed, that's when you start to get into that EF4 and EF5 categories of tornadoes. So that was the reason for the changes there. All right, thank you so much, Clay, for that update. And I did want to bring up this tornado here in Bryan County, Georgia, because I spoke just yesterday with a journalist, Haley Boland. She's a reporter anchor at WTOC in Savannah, Georgia, and they covered this tornado extensively. So I spoke with her about her experiences, and she kind of gave us a behind-the-scenes look at what a journalist uh, goes through when they speak with these people who have just experienced something really terrible in their lives when a tornado comes and destroys their property. So we're going to go ahead and cue up that interview. And it also, inside that interview, I put some, some of her stories so we can understand exactly how that community was affected by this tornado last Tuesday. So let's get you to that interview. All right, welcome to Local News Live. Today we're talking to Haley Bullen. She is a reporter anchor from WTOC. That is our station in Savannah, Georgia. And unfortunately, they had some severe weather that kind of uprooted a lot of people's lives. So Haley, if you could start by telling us uh, exactly what your community experienced last week. Absolutely. So an EF3 tornado blew through Bryan County um, last Tuesday night. And so it was um, towards the evening. And so the thing was that people didn't really know how bad the damage was because it happened in the evening until the sun came up that next day. Um, and once that happened, people were were shocked. I mean, for me personally, I, I grew up in the mountains. I've never experienced anything like this before. Um, and a lot of people that I spoke with on the ground there in Bryan County, this was their first tornado that they've ever seen too. Um, but there were numerous injuries and one death as a result of, of the tornado that happened on Tuesday. And what was your initial assignment after that tornado swept through? And what was kind of your first impression seeing that damage firsthand? Um, so I was assigned to work morning shift uh, the rest of the week, Wednesday through Friday, um, reporting. So 
like I said, it came through Tuesday night. So I was out there by about four, 5 a.m. Uh, on Wednesday morning, really getting some of the first pictures that night of what it really looked like. Um, and, you know, everything is so dark when you head out in the morning. Anybody who's worked morning shift knows that. But just kind of starting to see some of the missing buildings and, and the trees that were down, I knew this was going to be serious. And, and watching that happen in real time as the sun came up throughout morning shift was was nothing shy of of shocking for for me and for for our viewers as they were watching along. Well, we continue our team coverage for you live this morning. We want to turn our attention to Haley Bolin. She is joining us from the Bryan County Courthouse in Pembroke, which is where emergency officials say the tornado first touched down at about 540 p.m. yesterday. So how does it look this morning, Haley? That's right, Syria. So out here outside the Bryan County Courthouse and just driving around Pembroke, the damage is bad. So Wednesday was just trying to figure out what was going on. Everybody was kind of getting their bearings. Um, they had set up a staging area at one of the former elementary schools in the county to, to really serve as like the, the home base for volunteers and first responders. So that's where I tended to camp out the rest of the morning to get all the updates of what was going on. Um, I was talking to police first responders to get those first numbers on, on injuries, um, anything updated from overnight that are, um, that our team found out before everybody went to bed um, and, you know, really trying to find out how many people were missing their homes, where they went. Um, they ended up having to set up a shelter at the elementary school, um, which was utilized by several people throughout. But um, so that first day was really focused on, you know, getting the facts, figuring out what had actually happened. And then the rest of my week was, you know, finding um, the, the people who were impacted, you know, going into those neighborhoods, um, you know, everybody in that county was touched by this in some way. So so it's important to to really highlight that for sure. Haley Boland is joining us live at Lanier Primary this morning. Uh, Haley, that's one of the staging points for the volunteers, the donations, and for those people who still need the help. And that's where we're hearing a lot of these incredible stories of survival. A lot of the government buildings in Pembroke were, were destroyed by all of this. So I was down there trying to survey what that damage looked like. And I was out by uh, the Pembroke office for the Board of Commissioners for Bryan County. And that building was completely missing its whole side. And I was drawn to that site because you could see people's desks just on the inside, like they had just finished work that day, which which they had at five o'clock before it blew through that evening. And so I was there as some of the county employees were starting to kind of poke through some of that rubble to, to find what they needed to find and continue to do their jobs. Um, so that's when I found Becky Crow. She's the Bryan County Clerk of Court. And so she works in the courthouse, which is right across the street, which also had really intense damage. And she was working late that night. She didn't want to head home because the weather was coming from the direction of her house. So she felt safer there. Um, and she sent all the people that she works with home. She was there, what she said, completely by herself. Um, and that's when she figured out the weather was starting to get very serious. And so she heard the high winds. She said she saw the, the sky turn a color she's really never seen. And that's when she knew she needed to head to the vault. So she ran to the basement and locked herself in the vault where all the court documents are um, just as the tornado started to tear through the building. I mean, she missed it by seconds. Um, she said the, the windows were starting to cave in as she was locking the vault. Um, and she made it out with just a scratch. I don't know what I was thinking other than, God, please get me through this. Um, I felt like the Lord just um, had, my, had my hand and pulled me. 
pulled me to that vault because if I had been sitting there, I feel like I wouldn't be standing here right now. Luckily, she's okay. Her home's okay. Um, her husband quickly drove to the courthouse right afterwards, literally popped a tire on the way to get there to her. Um, but, you know, just people so thankful um, to, to really have made it out with just a scratch. For a journalist like you, you are doing a job and you're collecting stories, but you're also a human. So what was it like for you to see firsthand all of that damage and and be steps away from a woman that's so shaken up and, and just so thankful to be alive. Now, I did Becky's interview on Thursday, which is day like two of, of my coverage of all this. It, and that's really when it started to hit me. Um, you know, as a reporter, you kind of, I hate to say survival mode, but you know, you just kind of start to, you know, get the facts, send it out, like you're, you're there to do a job because this is when our jobs are the most important. Um, so that's what I was really focused on. Then once I started, you know, really hearing Becky's just raw encounter of, of being in that tornado. I, I cried, I'll be honest. Um, we cried together, you know, and I think that's kind of an important part of our job too, is, you know, being a human first as, as someone is telling you literally their near death experience and making them feel comfortable as they do that. Um, but we're, we're just so thankful that, you know, those that we were able to speak to are, are okay continue to hear more stories out of Bryan County as people try to recover from last week's tornado. Family homes are gone forever, including one home that was almost 200 years old. Haley Bolin gives us a look at one family's loss of preserved history. The Anallas have lived in this home since the 1980s, and they say during last Tuesday's tornado, in a matter of seconds, the upper floor of their house was gone. We had a, a 12 by 20 shed that we just bought six months before in the corner it got picked up and tossed around richard and wendy and Alice say they're lucky to be alive so we went to the bathroom downstairs and, and almost as soon as we got into the bathroom we heard the wind and heard the felt the house shake and and the uh, the metal on the roof and, and as quickly as it got here it, it was gone. But this house isn't like many others. It was built in 1830, and Wendy says it has a long history, dating back to when General William Sherman came through the area. But it looks like our house was one of the places that he sat on the porch and read maps. Uh, he had 60,000 troops with him, so you can imagine the area they must have covered spread all, all around. Now, nearly 200 years of history strewn across their front yard. So we started to... Um, remodel the house and uh, it's, it was a continual process. We finally got it finished and, uh, and the storm hit. In the aftermath, more than 90 members of their church showed up to help them clean up. One of the great things about being of service to others is that it helps you to put your own problems in perspective and it helps you to forget yourself and go to work for others. Luckily, there is some hope for the Anallas. They found their cat, Chenille, on Monday after she had been missing for a full week. Wendy is happy. The cats are happy. <laughs> as far as what's next for the couple, they say they plan to clean up and rebuild right here. In Ellabel, Haley Boland, WTOC News. Um, well, Wendy, one of the homeowners, they had quite literally just finished one of their major projects. Like they had put in fresh hardwood floors like maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, and she was talking about how she was planning to put fresh wallpaper in one room. And she's like, then the next day we were walking through the debris of it all. Um, so it, it's, it's a passion project of theirs and to see it all crumble like that, it, 
is really upsetting. But Wendy's also um, an avid quilt maker. She's really, she's really well known for that too. So luckily all of her art pieces in that way were able to be saved. Um, they like hauled all those out um, during all the weather, but, but the house itself is a total loss. And she said herself that it hasn't really hit her yet. And that's kind of what we're hearing a lot from, from people who have been through stuff like this is that they, it takes a while to realize what the gravity of the situation that you're in, but they're staying with friends. They've kind of been couch serving between different groups of friends. Um, and Wendy said herself that she, she's not sure that it'll really hit her until like months from now. So, so I guess time will tell what the rest of. Well, I definitely wish her well and the other people that you spoke with any other stories to end with of, you know, the resilience of the communities that were impacted. I mean, first off, I just want to say that the community took us in, like all of us reporters, as, as we're going out there and trying to tell these stories of what's going on, um, everyone has been so kind to us. And I think it really speaks to, you know, how the community really came together. And that's what, you know, we've heard as we speak to everyone. I mean, just on Friday, we were driving around town, um, you know, trying to see what the reaction was from businesses. And, and one local business literally down from the courthouse that's completely destroyed, had opened up his doors, closed down the restaurant for the day, and was grilling burgers and hot dogs for first responders and, and victims of the tornado. Um, like everybody's really come together to, to make sure that that their neighbors and their friends are taken care of too. Um, Cause that's the thing with tornadoes. I mean, one house can be completely destroyed and the one next to it is still standing fine. And so those, those neighbors who are lucky enough to still have their homes have been the ones that have been really pouring out that support to the community. And it's really been really heartwarming to see in such a, in such a dark time. All right, again, we are speaking with Haley Boland. She is a reporter anchor at WTOC in Savannah, Georgia. Haley, if people want to follow your work, where can they find you? Where can they watch your stories and see your updates? Uh, tell us how we can follow you. Absolutely. Um, I am Haley Boland, WTOC on Facebook and Haley underscore Boland TV um, on Twitter. Uh, you can also find all that information on WTOC.com. And thank you again, Haley, for joining us and for doing such important work uh, out in the field, speaking with these survivors and sharing their stories. So again, thank you for joining us here on Local News Live. Thank you. All right, again, we thank Haley Boland for joining us on Local News Live and sharing kind of the story behind the story. She's been out there in the field, her and her colleagues out of Savannah, Georgia, WTOC, heavily covering this story in the aftermath of this now upgraded tornado. If you weren't watching from the beginning, we do have an update that came out today that the National Weather Service has upgraded this tornado from an EF3 tornado to an EF4 tornado. This all happened last Tuesday, April 5th. And according to the National Weather Service, they say that the peak wind reached 185 miles per hour and the path length was 12.991 miles. And overall, unfortunately, one person was killed and 12 others injured in Bryan County, Georgia. And we thank our station WTOC in Savannah, Georgia for all of their hard work. And we thank Haley Boland once again for joining us here on Local News Live to share the stories behind the stories.